Welcome to Free to Flourish Radio, the weekly dose of inspiration for heart-centered changemakers and entrepreneurs. Tune in for tips, tools, and strategies to help you consciously create your best life. Over to your host, Gemma Sands. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I am super, super glad to be back in this space with you today. Um, you are going to have to forgive me a little bit if I sound a bit weird and a bit kind of wheezy. I'm suffering terribly from um, hay fever allergies at the moment, so I'm doing my best, but you're just going to have to bear with me. So today, I want to talk about how to handle uncertainty. And the reason for that is I think it's really relevant now because I really feel that collectively we are all experiencing uncertainty and instability in this world that we live in, you know, economically, politically. And I think it's been kind of interesting here in the UK in the last month or so um, with the sort of recent referendum that we've had to, it's been really interesting to observe how those of us here in the UK and the, the wider world in general have reacted to the uncertainty that has followed the results of that referendum. And on a more personal level, uncertainty is something that we all experience at some point in our lives. It can come to us really in many different forms. It could be through perhaps the loss of something, whether that's a loved one, um, the end of a relationship, the loss of a job. Or we might experience uncertainty when something perhaps doesn't work out quite how we expected it to or wanted it to. And I know I've certainly experienced uncertainty at many points in my life. Um, Off the top of my head, I can think leaving university and going out into the real world was a very uncertain um, time for me. In fact, going to university was a very uncertain time for me. I've had periods where I've been facing redundancy. I've, you know, experienced relationship breakups that have left me feeling uncertain. And in my business as well, I've experienced it when things maybe haven't quite worked out how I had planned for them to work out. And I think the key thing is to note that there is so much that we don't have control over which means that uncertainty is going to be unavoidable, okay? Life happens, it throws us a curveball that we, you know, is out of our control. But what we can control is how we navigate uncertainty. And today I just want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk a little bit more about how um, uncertainty can make us feel and also a few strategies for helping to navigate times in our life where we are experiencing uncertainty. For most of us, it's not a feeling that we're particularly comfortable with. There's a lot of fear and confusion tangled up in there when we're uncertain of a particular situation or we're uncertain of what our next steps are. And something that I see a lot when I'm coaching is that it often feels safer to us to stay in a situation that we know isn't serving us than it does to step out into that uncertainty. So to give you an example, you um, might be a person that you you just hate your job. You get a knot in your stomach every day that you're going into work. You know that you don't want to be there. You know that it's not the right job for you, but you're staying in that job. And you're staying in that job because of the fear of what you might do instead. 
you know, what if you got another job and it was really hard? You'd have to learn new systems. You'd have to work with new people. Or what if you put yourself out there and you apply for other jobs, but then you're not successful? So that fear of uncertainty, that fear of failure is what keeps us stuck. And it can be the same with a relationship. The fear of uncertainty around what life might be like if we actually ended that relationship and stepped out on our own. That can keep us in a relationship that we know isn't the best thing for us. And, you know, that's something I I see happening um, quite often. And I think it's really important to recognize that effect that uncertainty can have in our life. Like I said earlier, it's really important to acknowledge what we can control and what we can do to navigate uncertainty. And I think the first step in that is really to focus on what it is that you can actually control. So focus on what you can control. And one thing that you can control is your perspective. So you can choose to change your perspective of a situation. You have a choice to either take a fearful perspective and to believe that uncertainty is a negative thing. Or you can choose a more loving perspective where actually uncertainty equals opportunity. So you may not be able to actually control what happens to you or what's going on in your life, but you can choose what your perspective of that is. And I think the first step is really to reevaluate how you are viewing the uncertainty that's coming up for you. You know, is it from that fearful place or is it from a more loving perspective? So that's the first step. The second step is really to be aware of destructive thinking and to manage your anxiety. And when we feel fear or uncertainty, it's not the logical area of our brain that is actually triggering these feelings. The part of your brain that is creating uncertainty is what we call the limbic system. And basically what that means is instead of the logical area of the brain, the limbic system takes over. But the limbic system can easily be calmed down just by taking a few deep breaths or, you know, returning to more rational thought patterns. And I don't know about you, if you think back to a time in your life where you've maybe felt a little bit uncertain, either of kind of your future or, you know, what steps you need to take, however it's kind of arisen for you. If you think back to that particular time in your life and think back to the types of thoughts that you had because we often have a tendency to catastrophize when we are in this kind of space of you know uncertainty we convince ourselves that the absolute worst thing is what's going to happen so you know to go back to that example of someone who's stuck in a job that they hate for them the worst thing potentially that could happen is that you know they apply for jobs and they put themselves out there and they get rejection after rejection after rejection and so they catastrophize that and they think that that's what's going to happen oh well there's no point me looking for another job because I'm not going to get it anyway I'm not going to be good enough everyone else is going to be better than me and so our thoughts begin to really spiral out of control you know in that relationship example I gave you earlier well I know that this relationship isn't working for me, but, you know, 
what if I end this relationship and then I never find anything better? What if this, you know, what if I um, end up a sad, lonely old woman with a house full of cats? You know, these are the type of things that actually hold us back. These thought patterns hold us back. And the more that we indulge in these thought patterns, the more they grow and feed on themselves and spiral out of control. So when this happens, it's really important to calm our limbic system down and get back into that space of rational and logical thought. And there are a number of different ways that we can do this. A great way to do it is through meditation. Um, If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or if you've read anything um, on my blog, you will know that I am an absolute fan of meditation. I am now trained in meditation. I'm a meditation teacher. And I really believe in the power of meditation for calming the limbic system down, keeping us balanced and keeping us in flow. And it doesn't have to be that you spend, you know, hours every day meditating. Just a couple of minutes can do it. Just a couple of minutes. And there are loads of resources out there that can help you. Um, I will list some in the blog post for this. So if you're not listening to this on the blog, then, you know, you can hop over. There'll be a link wherever you are listening to it. You can hop over Um, just head to gemmasans.co.uk forward slash blog and um, you'll find the post and I will link some resources if you're kind of new to meditation or it's something that you want to want to try but meditation is a great way to calm the limbic system down and to help navigate through uncertainty another way in which you can do this is to get out and move your body So it could be, you know, you go to the gym and you have a workout or you get out in nature and you go for a walk. Just do something that gets you out of that current state that you're in and actually changes the physical state of your body. That's another great way to do it. So, you know, if meditation isn't your thing, try movement, get out and move your body. Or you could try journaling. Journaling is another great way to do this because um, one technique that I highly recommend for this kind of thing is to just get out on the page all the fearful um, thoughts that you've got going on, all the things that are coming up as part of your uncertainty that you're experiencing. And then actually really examine each one. You know, so if your fearful thought of ending your relationship is that you're going to end up sad and lonely with a house full of cats, then, you know, examine that. How likely is it that that would happen? What actually you know could the opposite of that be the opposite of that could be that you leave a relationship that's not serving you you deepen your connection to who you are and to yourself and then you know another relationship comes along which is far more suited to who you are as a person and you can enter into that relationship with full confidence in who you are that could be the opposite. So really examine those thought patterns, you know, get them out, have a look at them, look at how rational they are, you know, is it just that actually you're kind of um, letting that limbic system take over and, you know, it's not the logical area, how rational are those thoughts? So that's step number two, be aware of destructive thinking and manage your anxiety. The third step is to stop striving for perfection and to focus on progress. And, you know, to understand that perfection is impossible to achieve. It's impossible to achieve, and yet so many of us us strive for it. And I'm totally guilty of this as well. Um, You know, it's been kind of my little mantra for the last few months, really. My little mantra has been progress over perfection. 
um, because I am at heart a perfectionist. And the truth is, is that we're all on this journey of growth, which means we are all constantly improving. So there is no perfect end goal. And one way to look at this is, you know, to think about athletes. Athletes who are training and they're aiming for something, you know, it could be an Olympic athlete who is aiming to beat that Olympic record or that world record or whatever, okay? Well, they don't just give up once they've hit that goal, then maybe they do set the new world record or the new Olympic record, but they don't give up as soon as they've done that. They train harder. They work to set a new record. They work to set a new personal best for themselves. They are continuously looking to improve. There's no perfect end goal. And you might be wondering what all this has to do with uncertainty. Well, if you're constantly striving to be perfect, then you are endlessly worrying about failing. And that means that if you're endlessly worrying about failing, you're consistently uncertain about every step that you take. You will question every possible path. You will question everything that, um, every decision that you make. But when we understand that it's about progress, not perfection, then we can continue to move forward even when we feel uncertain. So that's the third step. Stop striving for perfection and just focus on the progress. And the last step that I want to give you is to tune into your intuition. Because, and this is super, super, super important, when you are connected to your intuition, you are less likely to respond or act from a place of fear. And when we really tune into our intuition, we access that inner guidance that we all have. We all have the ability to access that inner guidance. It's just so often we are closed off to that and we let the fear take over. But when we can access our intuition, we can access that inner guidance, we can evaluate if the fear that we are feeling is rational or if we're just responding to a situation because we feel uncertain, because it's unfamiliar, it's unknown, we haven't experienced it before. So again, meditation is a great way to tune into your intuition. Um, and there are plenty of resources to help you do that. I'll list them in the blog post. And so is journaling. And a particular technique that I like and I recommend a lot to clients who aren't very in touch with their intuition and want to develop that um, and the technique is automatic journaling and it sounds a little bit weird at first but I would advise giving it a go if this is sort of an area that interests you and you don't feel like you're very in tune with your intuition and you don't feel like um, you know and you perhaps are in that position where you're always questioning every decision that you make um, then I would definitely recommend trying this and it's really simple it's really simple all you need to do is pull out your journal or a piece of paper or anything um, that where you usually make notes and just write out, write out how you're feeling and then ask a question, ask a question related to what it is that you're feeling or to your next steps or the direction that you want to take and then just listen for the answer and whatever comes up for you, write that down because the majority of the time we have all the answers inside of ourselves, we're just blocked from hearing them. So if you're experiencing uncertainty about your direction, you know, it could be to go back to that job example about leaving a job, then, you know, write that out, write that out, actually write the question, what is my next step or what is the right path or what guidance is there for me? 
And whatever answer you get, write that down. Write down whatever comes to you. Don't edit it. Don't think, well, that sounds rubbish or unrealistic or any of those things. Just write it down and see what comes up for you. And you can keep doing it. You can keep asking the same question over and over again if you want to, or different questions if you need further clarification to really just get to the heart of, you know, what it is that you're experiencing and that internal guidance and what that has to offer for you. Okay, so quick recap over handling um, uncertainty and what each step is about. So the first step is to reevaluate how you view uncertainty in your life and, if necessary, choose to change your perspective. The second step is to be aware of destructive thinking and define ways to manage your anxiety. So that could be through meditation, it could be through movement. There's a whole lot of other ways. It's about finding what works for you. But yeah, be aware of destructive thinking and manage anxiety. The third step is to stop striving for perfection and instead to focus on progress. And the fourth step is to tune into your intuition. And the more that you can practice that, the more that you can do that, then the less uncertainty and periods of uncertainty will affect you emotionally. So it's super important. Um, and those are just a few ways. I hope that they are helpful. Do hop over and check out the resources that I'm going to leave in the blog post if you're reading this elsewhere. Don't forget that you can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on YouTube. All the links will be in the blog post um, or wherever you are listening to this. And I will be back again next week with another episode. I'm so, so grateful for you being in this space. Um, I love to bring you these episodes and I will be back again next week. Have a great week. You have been listening to Free to Flourish Radio with Gemma Sands. For more episodes, don't forget to subscribe through iTunes or YouTube. And to access further free resources, visit gemmasands.co.uk.